You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? We're having fun on this Friday morning. You can join the party at 888-993-7762. We'll we'll uh, supply the coffee, I guess. Aaron and Jake here in the Caldwell Banker Group 1 Road Studio in West Monroe. Yeah, so, Aaron, you got the house to yourself this weekend. Uh, The wife is out of town, so I'm taking suggestions. What should I do? Where should I go? Anybody want to help me out? Well, you could always stay home. Yeah. And watch the Ohio State spring game <laughs> and kind of break down Joe Burrow. So how long – Jake has been sending me random clips on a daily basis. Joe Burrow highlights. I'm going to try to keep this going all summer. Well, the way. problem is, I mean, there's not many of them. <laughs> you're going to have to what, you're gonna have I'm to, to start, find some practice a, footage. I might have sent one play at a time. I think that's what I'm going to start doing. Have you learned anything from watching uh, the, the couple clips? He's talented. He's talented. You sent me a clip of a three-yard run. I sent you um, garbage time against Nebraska or two years ago. They were bragging about him, too. Kirk Herbstreit was all about him. Man, this Burrow kid, he did look good in the garbage time. So that's how I should spend my time on Saturday? Yeah, man, just break it down. um, And and really, you know, I want you to watch every play multiple times and just kind of take some notes, and therefore you can – Read off those notes on Well, the on couple Monday. of highlights that I've seen, there's been a few ducks that he's thrown. They've, they've been complete. It happens. But they're not beautiful. No throws. quarterback's perfect, Aaron. Yeah. Well, you know that. Watching <laughs> LSU. I think I'm going to spend Saturday just watching, uh, going back and watching the Pels regular season game. Oh, yeah, because you From do, what I missed. You are a big NBA fan. Yeah. Yeah. But there will be some good NBA to watch. Yes, there will be. If you're not watching this Rockets mm. Warrior series, you're missing out. Mm. That's for sure. I think I'm going to spend my time just mowing the yard and doing some uh, yard work. Okay. Yeah. Is your the, wife listening or something? Cleaning the gutters, too. Okay. Yeah. You can stop kissing up. <laughs> uh, the Saints uh, continue with some OTAs down there. Uh, there was a little bit of newsworthy stuff if you like to talk about quarterbacks and how they look in OTAs. Uh, the Saints' future. Do they have the guy currently on the roster? Why, why is this a – we talk about this too much, Aaron. I feel like we discussed Taysom Hill too much. But – Well, what happened was it was that Fox broadcast, and, of course uh, – Special they, teams. They were just drooling all over him and basically said, hey, uh, Sean Payton says this could be the future quarterback of the Saints. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, everybody runs with it, and Sean Payton certainly backs off from that and says, eh, that was a little overstated. Yeah, because if you're – if you read the story that NOLA.com has yeah. – he hasn't practiced a whole lot as quarterback. He played some scout team. Yeah. so And that's kind of been the story of this first stretch of the 2018 OTAs is how he's gotten a chance to do something he really hasn't in the past, and that's play quarterback. Yeah. So we're talking about a guy who's going to be the future of the Saints who hasn't gotten you know, a lot of reps. Yeah. Is that what we're discussing here? Uh, no, I'm discussing – read down farther in the article. They buried the lead from uh, Lombardi, just uh, the athlete that uh, he is. We know what type of athlete he is. Uh, have you found the quote yet? W- which quote you want? Uh, the quote where he basically says he does things that he's never seen another quarterback do ever. I've got a quote from Sean Payton talking about him saying he looks good. We like – 
where he is at. He is grinding and working hard. You guys saw him make a play today. When he does get outside the pocket, he can run real fast. That presents a new challenge for the defense. <laughs> you actually read that with more enthusiasm than Sean Payton did. Because <laughs> I think this is a dumb story. I don't know why we always come back to Taysom Hill and we act like he's the future. And we, oh, man, but, man, he looks good. Yeah, but let's see him play quarterback. Yeah. Can you play quarterback? Well, yeah, he's a tremendous athlete. There's a lot of tremendous athletes yeah. out there. Hmm. This is the NFL. And now I can't find the quote. But I paraphrased it. You get the meaning. Basically called him the strongest guy on the team. Whatever it's worth. Well, I don't, I'll never understand your infatuation with this guy. <laughs> you love some. Is that your favorite player on the no, Saints? No. That would be a now Alvin Kamara. And that's a good segue into this next story. Uh, his expectations for this year. What does he do to follow up a rookie of the year campaign? You look at this, Jake, and now you would think, uh, as much as Sean Payton says, with Mark Ingram out for the first four games, they're not going to put that much more of a workload on Kamara. But, uh, I mean, if he's producing and if he can handle that workload, why not? Uh, Because you want to think about the end of the season, yeah. You want to think about long term. You, you don't want to wear him out in the first four weeks, and then it affects him later on in the season. That's what I'm concerned about. And I, they're smart enough not to do that. So, you know, you kind of go back to what Gus – we talked with Gus about this a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about with the receivers they have now and what they're able to do, hopefully, with, with Ben Watson. Maybe that takes away some of the carries. Maybe you can throw it a little bit more um, – and not have to rely so heavily on the running game. And that way, you know, you can still go with some of the, the substitutes and you can still give Kamara his, the amount of carries you were planning on giving him, but you're just not overloading him. Mm. Uh, rushing yards last year, 728 yards per carry. Uh, Kamara averaged six yards per rush. He had eight rushing touchdowns, a whopping 81 receptions for five scores. Kamara met with the Pesky Press uh, this week and talked about the fact his expectations for this year and whether or not he'll get caught reading his press clippings. I feel like, you know, they put me, coaches put me in good position to make plays, and I just took advantage of those, those opportunities. So we haven't seen a lot of the guys that are behind you and Mark. I mean, what can you tell us about those guys? I mean, it's, it's from top to bottom, we got a good group. You know, everybody, everybody has a next-up mentality. So, you know, that's what we're working for. Everybody feels like they got to play. So, I mean, that's the, that's the, the message, and that's the, that's the feeling we have in our room. Everybody's going to play. And you had a historic season last year, but, you know, what gives you confidence that you can be better? I mean, I, my mentality, I, I got a year two, I'm trying to do more than I did in year one. So, you know, just ready ready to play. Anything you're changing this offseason, size, weight, strength, anything you're working on? I mean, a lot of things I'm working on, but I don't think, not really changing up the, the, the formula as far as the size and the weight, you know, just kind of keeping it the same. Anything you're concentrating on? Yeah. Anything you want to share? No. <laughs> concentrating on? Different flavor of Airhead? Maybe. <laughs> I saw Marshawn Lattimore tweet about last night just about how you know, last year was last year, and this year is this year. Yeah. With you guys, is that the main focus that you put that behind you? Yeah, I mean, focus? it's the past. It's the past. Last season was last season. It's a new season. It's going to be a, a new temperature. You know, it's going to be a, a new outcome. So, you know, we're focused on moving forward. You know, I mean, every all the all the things that happened last year were great, but you know, we 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 focus on bigger and better things. Obviously, there's a human nature danger for everybody to mm-hmm. read into your own press clippings, the hype you got. Yeah. Has anyone given you good advice about what to stay away from? Oh, I'm cool. I, I mean, I was just talking to somebody the other day. I watched my highlights for the first time, like, last week. So, you know, I just 
I just, you know, I keep moving forward. I'm always looking for the next, like the next, what, I, what can I accomplish next, so. But if guys like to feel underestimated and, and slighted, how can you find that anywhere? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I feel like people still don't believe in it, you know, so it's just, all, you got to prove yourself every time you step on the field. Mm. He always says and does the right things. The one thing he does make bad choices in, that nose ring, man, I, I can't get over it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either, <laughs> to be honest with you. But uh, keeping his what he's working on to improve upon, yeah. keeping that close to the vest, I like that. Didn't what what would it take for you to get a nose ring if we had a wager? <sighs> Nothing, man. I, what's what's the point? The six and a half uh, over and under on LSU. Wait, what? If you lost the six and a six and a half wins on LSU, if I lost that, I would have to get a nose ring. Yeah. What would I get if I won? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, you gotta <laughs> yeah. tell me the what I'm winning first. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I don't. Cause I, are, I mean, I don't want to get into nose rings. <laughs> let's just let's not get into nose rings. Uh, Sean Payton, of course, uh, knows there's some high expectations on this team this year, considering what they did last season. He says the expectations are right, but let's pump the brakes a little bit. It's literally uh, the end of May. A lot of work to be done before the season kicks off in the fall. Well, every year we feel like we have a real chance. Um, and I would say this time of the year, the itching to get started is too early. I mean, you know, it's, it's May. Um, certainly as the summer wears on, you're, you're anxious to start training camp. Um, but, I, but I think we've got, uh, you know, I think we've got some good young players and a combination of veteran players, hopefully, uh, that, uh, you know, can mesh and gel and, and, you know, do the things necessary to win. But uh, we'll be excited when that time comes. Coach, you said, you said May is too early, but can you sometimes tell at some point in summer, are there different vibes to different years? To, to, or you don't I don't think so. I think everyone's hopeful and optimistic and, and excited in the summer, and then I think as soon as you hit adversity in the season, you start finding out a little bit about your team. So um, one of the good things about our league is, is the parity uh, that gives teams, you know, hope uh, when they maybe didn't finish as well the year before, and uh, it reminds teams that had played well that they better play well again the next year. So we've got, you know, a lot of time between now and when we start training camp. Um, our players are working hard. Uh, shoot, they're all in, lifting, running. That part of it's been really good. Sean Payton in postseason forum when it comes to uh, dry quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Hey, uh, along the NFL uh, news and notes, you look at the number of star quarterbacks that will be coming back uh, this year from injuries. How good is this going to be for the league? And I asked you who you're most excited about, and immediately you said Aaron Rodgers. But how about uh, Carson Wentz, uh, Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Um, Andrew Luck, he's still not throwing, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> is he coming back? Um, Dude, how incredible is that story? We joke about it. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. That's why we talk about it so much. Like, it just does not make sense. How frustrating how you, that must be for him and this organization. Well, if you're an organization, how do you botch that investment? You know what I mean? You, all right, so you said it, or no doubt, well, hands down. I said that, and then I wasn't thinking about Deshaun Watson, and I, and I was not thinking about Carson Wentz. Now, Carson Wentz might be a little bit more intriguing because now you have a situation where what do they do with Foles? Yeah. You know? So that's that's interesting to me. Uh, and, of course, 
you know, Carson Wentz. His and we know Philadelphia so fans. What happens if uh, Carson Wentz comes out that's, and struggles in the first couple of games? That's why that's intriguing because if he does come out and struggle a little bit and takes time, how patient are those fans going to be with, with Nick Foles just sitting right there who just helped win you know, a Super yeah. Bowl title? So, yeah, that's intriguing. But I think overall I still go with Rodgers because he's still – I still say he's the most athletic quarterback we've seen play the game, and I just love watching him play. Of course, some major oversight. There is another uh, quarterback coming back, too, that we should keep an eye on. Sam Bradford. Oh, my God. That's your number one, just for <laughs> all the wrong reasons. Bradford will be ready by game one. I was a little bit. Game two now is a question. I, I didn't know who you were talking about, but I was like, who are we missing? Will he be probable or doubtful for game two? <laughs> Can we bet on that? We can do the injury report now for Sam Bradford. Yes, yes, we can. Yes, yes. Is uh, is he still? Wasn't Josh Rosen already getting? Yeah, he he had the day off in the first OTA. Yeah, the first mini camp. Okay, good start. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Look forward to our next interview. Lynn Rollins will join us. We'll talk a little LSU baseball with him. Plus, a pretty cool honor for Mr. Rollins coming up later this summer. The morning drive on Sports Talk ninety seven seven. Back after this. Whether you have a sports or an orthopedic injury, nagging low back or neck pain, work-related injury, or even vertigo, get the care and treatment you need at Legacy Outpatient Therapy Services. LOTS has been a reliable health care provider for Ruston and the surrounding communities for over 15 years. Give Chase Patterson and his team of skilled therapists a call at 318-255-9601 or visit our website at LegacyRehab.net. LOTS, official partner of Louisiana Tech Athletics and your home for trusted therapy solutions. Powered by Legacy Rehabilitation. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. The newest lawn equipment pro center in the area is your new Cub Cadet Superstore, Yard Power. Yard Power in Monroe is your source for the full line of Cub Cadet mowers. In fact, they're the only dealer in Northeast Louisiana. And Yard Power is loaded with Cub Cadets. Over 100 mowers on the ground ready to roll. All backed by a full service and parts department. So remember YP, Yard Power. On Highway 165 in Monroe, just one mile north of Century Lane. If your business depends on technology, then you can depend on NetTech. We offer remote desktop and service management, cloud-based document access, email services, IP phone services, fiber internet, and data security products. With locations in Monroe and in Ruston, our friendly technicians and help desk staff are ready to solve all your IT problems. Let NetTech be your IT department. Visit nettech.net or call 866-668-0001 today. Grab another cup of coffee and keep tuned to the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Welcome back to the show. Aaron and Jake hanging out here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Realty Studio in West Monroe. Man, Jake, uh, we always love a good story, some great highlights, some drama, some theater. We certainly had that last night with LSU. And, of course, now this story kind of goes nationally. You see Scott Van Pelt last night. Of course, they did a whole segment on Todd Peterson, the legend of Peterson. Pretty good stuff. 
and a guy that has certainly seen a game or two in his day, including LSU baseball, Lynn Rollins, the play-by-play announcer for Cox Sports, joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. Lynn, how are you doing this morning, bud? I'm well. Thank you for having me. I'm enjoying a, a second cup of, uh, of coffee here and uh, looking forward to the conversation. Well, Lynn, I want to pick your brain on a number of things, and let's start with that thrilling ball game last night. Uh, six to four LSU wins, and they win in dramatic fashion. Let's start with the hero. What do you make of uh, Peterson first on the mound and then, of course, later at the plate? Well, uh, keep in mind that the five-inning uh, victory, his, his first this year, uh, came after uh, a couple of innings uh, on Tuesday in the opening round uh, in which he picked up a save. So uh, Peterson, by far, assuming a role that he's never assumed before, uh, so prominent. And, and, and certainly this week has been his finest hour as uh as an LSU Tiger, he was he was uh, inconsistent earlier in the year. He's done much much better since uh, since being put at the at the back of the rotation uh, as a closer. And uh, he is LSU's hardest thrower consistently. And, and then of course the the swing in the twelfth inning, uh, the the priceless look on his face when he doubled off the wall and mm-hmm. and gave LSU some runs. By the way, they needed those uh, in the bottom of the inning to to to, to get the victory. So. Uh, yeah, Bob Peterson last year was uh, uh, very inconsistent. Uh, he had some problems with focus. He had some problems with uh, conditioning. Uh, and, and it's good to see him come around, even if it's at the end of the year. Being around this program, you certainly know some of these guys. And uh, Peterson, he's a colorful character. I guess you weren't surprised by his postgame uh, comments in his interview. No, no, I, I, I'm not. Um, Nothing, nothing really would surprise me. He is, he is candid. Um, he, he's he's addressed his own problems in the off season. I, I think he's he's better at managing time. He's better at uh, at personal conditioning. Uh, and, and I think uh, I, I I'm glad that he's having having some success and and some recognition here. How good is the reaction though, and the intera- interaction with him, and of course Maneri in that post game interview, where Maneri, uh, where he basically says, "I'm glad you lied to me about never taking a or never a hitting in the high school ranks." <laughs> well, you know, he's not the first pitcher to uh, turn hitter this year. Austin Bain has been a, a marvelous story. Uh, all pitchers, you know, think they can do it, and uh, and 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 obviously some are very very good hitters in high school as as perhaps the best athletes on their team. Um, most of them don't get the opportunity when when they get to college to uh, or certainly the pros to uh, to swing a bat, but uh, it, it was a matter of necessity. Uh, Paul Maneri's bullpen has been extremely erratic, and there are not a lot of people he trusts right now in in a game winning situation. And he, uh, you know, conventional wisdom would have said you, you pinch hit, uh, but I think fortunately for LSU with the one run lead that that may have uh, helped Maneri's decision, but. But uh, he was the guy, Peterson was the guy that Maneri trusted uh, to get them through the 12th inning, even though it was uh, his fifth inning of relief and seventh overall in the tournament. So um, I, uh, I'm, I'm glad for everybody. I mean, LSU has shined, obviously, in, 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 in the SEC tournament. They've won six of the last ten, and that rolls off the tongue rather easily. But, but, but you're facing a World Series caliber competition, certainly a super regional caliber competition in that SEC tournament and to one to have won six of ten of them is is really remarkable and and that's that's that, that's something I don't think Paul Maneri gets enough credit for even though 
you know, it's been what nine years now since the last national championship, but but this is the team that, that, that prior to this year had had won the most games of any team in the country over the last six years. So yeah, it's not the year we we uh, we thought, not the year that uh, the Tigers wanted. That their postseason dreams are still in jeopardy, but uh, we'll see what happens. You look at this season; it has been a roller coaster ride. Now thirty-five and twenty-four on the year. Do you just go back to the fact the number of players that they lost, and then also, of course, the number of injuries that have piled up throughout the year? Well, y- yes and no. I, I don't. I, n- number one, uh, pulmonary will not uh, make excuses for injuries. They're, they're regrettable, and and they were critical. Josh Smith uh, would have been the everyday shortstop. He played in six games this year. Uh, and, and, of course, he's had the, the, the back problems, which have been mysterious every time he feels good uh, and, and starts to get into a, a, a game-playing situation, and, then uh, his health reverses. So who knows what his future may be after only six games. You, you've had other, uh, other injuries. You've had a lot of erratic play uh, from, from some of the, the players who were, who were expected to, to take a, a step forward this year. Um, and, 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 of course, uh, you know, LSU's pitching has, has been uh, beset by injuries the last couple of years. And uh, Nick Storrs was, was certainly expected to be healthy a month into the season. Uh, he's pitched a total of twice this year. Um, and, um, you know, Jake Latz for two years was supposed to be the, the next great left-hander at LSU. He, he, he never made it because of injury. Um, but but all of that has to be factored in. I mean, there's not a team in the SEC that goes through uh, a year where their roster remains intact and 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 the starters never uh, never are unavailable. So uh, the the truth of the matter is, this is a team that for the first time in years, Aaron has has uh, no first team SEC members, no second team SEC members. When's the last time you you, you thought of an LSU baseball team with no all conference players? Lynn Rollins joins us on the Stuart Shelby Hotline. So, Lynn, uh, it was a great story yesterday. How do they continue this uh, run, and, and do they have enough pitching to kind of get through them another game or two? <laughs> well, it, it'll be mix and match. I I, I don't know uh, that we'll play the the uh, the loser of the Arkansas-Florida game. Uh, Arkansas, of course, winning the West, Florida easily winning the East and having the best record in the SEC. Uh, but they will play the loser of that game tonight about 6.30. Things never run on time. But uh, the, the, uh, the Arkansas-Florida game will be the first game today at 10, and then, uh, and then the loser of that will play an elimination game against uh, LSU uh, at 6.30 tonight. It, it, it'll be tough either way. I really thought that LSU the other day against Florida had, had a very good chance to win. Um, and, and, and that's been the problem. They, they, they have had winnable games this year. But they have not won. Their, their road record has been been really abysmal, uh, and, and and there were opportunities in that Florida game. Get a bunt down, uh, you win the game. Make a play at third base, you win the game. There were three or four opportunities uh, that that LSU had it been able to just make that one play, and and not necessarily a spectacular play or an heroic play, uh, would would have been in the driver's seat right now with three victories. Um, I, I honestly believe that uh, the LSU is going to have to win this tournament right now. I mean, you, you can't really project. I mean, there's so many variables 
when you um, when you start figuring the field of 64, who wins championships, uh, how many at-large berths are are um, are available, and this sort of thing. You know, does does, a, does another conference champion who clearly deserves to be in the tournament not win its own tournament, uh, thereby creating another spot for for uh, for uh, that winner? Uh, I, I I don't know, I, but I, I do think LSU is is at best um, on the bubble right now for uh, for postseason. Lynn, I believe you've been calling games for, what, uh, 44 years now, and majority, if not all of them, in college athletics, and maybe the longest streak in the nation. How humbling is that for you? Well, I, I, I thank you for mentioning that. I, I, don't, I don't really look at it as, you know, four and a half decades. I, I had the privilege of, um, of, of getting started in, in college, and, and, and I literally uh, can remember – the days when I'm six, eight, ten years old, and we're talking back in the fifties. I'll be sixty-eight years old uh, next month, and uh, I, I can remember uh, as a, as a child, and I, and I hope I'm reaching some of the older listeners here this morning with this. But I, I can remember my parents uh, buying a Zenith tube-type radio for me, and <clears throat> it was a good one for its day. Um, and and for me to be able to, to to listen to Cardinals baseball out of St. Louis and 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 Cincinnati uh, pro basketball at that time and uh, and baseball and and things from uh, from Minneapolis and and Atlanta and Denver on the Clear Channel stations and Pittsburgh and to be mesmerized by by listening to games or other programming from hundreds of miles away places I hardly could conceive much much less believe I was hearing this. And that sort of put the the intrigue in it for me. I went to Northwestern State University because there were opportunities there in small town radio, uh, even for a person who had no experience. If you showed up, they're going to stick a broom in your hand for a couple of months, and and you're going to do all the menial work, but you're going to learn the business. And and if you keep showing up, they'll keep giving you work. And that was pretty much the way I started and then had a a mentor by the name of Norm Fletcher, who was the first broadcaster in the Louisiana sports hall of fame and well-deserving. Uh, he, he allowed me to, uh, tag along with him and work statistics. And it's, it's a long process, but I was given some opportunities because I was diligent and I did want to learn. And I picked up some really good, uh, tips and lessons along the way from, from some influential people who, who helped me. And, uh, that, that's kind of the way it got started. And, Lynn, I'm sure you asked all the time in terms of your catchphrases. How do you come up with them? The, the pucker up, kiss that one goodbye, or even hotter than salsa on a sunburn, or do these things just kind of evolve through the years? They, they do. Th- thank you for asking that. Some of them are absolutely spontaneous, um, and and they, they occur in some fashion flashing through my warped mind at, at, at the time. Uh, and and I, I will double think them be, be, because in today's world, it, it's it's a bit uh, it's it's a bit unfortunate. But but everything seems to have a double entendre, which is 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 just you know ridiculous in some cases. But but others uh, I, I I have stolen uh, from from old time broadcasters. I am I am very very um, cognizant of, of the people who, who have been at the highest level and, and, and come through decades before me, uh, and, and the Gordon McClendons of the world, the Red Barbers, and these names probably don't mean much to, to people unless they're 60 or over, but, but just incredible um, 
incredible broadcasters, and I've read their biographies, and, and so I will amend some of that, that stuff. Uh, I, I prefer not to call it larceny, but that's pretty much what it is. Uh, and, and then sometimes uh, on, on the trip to Baton Rouge or traveling, I'll imagine situations and, and uh, you know, maybe come up with something uh, in, in those quiet times when I'm thinking about the broadcast or reviewing what we've done or, or are to do. Uh, so it's so it's kind of a it's kind of a combination. Um, but sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But I but I enjoy I, I enjoy them, and um, especially in baseball, because of the nature of the game, um, the announcer can weave several stories at the same time, and I really think that's part of the charm of either baseball or softball. The landscape of broadcasting has certainly changed. We used to love, of course, the jumbo sports and the number of games that you guys recall. What does it mean now for you in a postseason play and regional play coming up? Well, I, I kind of jokingly, I, I, I've been—I just completed my fourth year um, with, with with the SEC ESPN network, which which is really a, a formal name for saying um, digital broadcasting. Uh, it, they don't brand it as ESPN three, but that's pretty much what it is. Um, so so. We've done nearly um, nearly 400 games of all types uh, in seven sports over the last uh, four years at, at LSU, and this was part of the this was part of the SEC network agreement with, with the league that that all 14 schools had to build television studios. Now, this is an internet delivered product, but uh, all 14 schools had to had to um, to build studios, had to put together a broadcast crew, and had to do a minimum of 40 events a year. Uh, football is not included in this because the SEC uh, produces its own its own football games from from every site. But um, that's the way it got started after the SEC network, frankly, monopolized uh, every moment of SEC sports. And so all of the people who had been doing it, uh, Comcast Sports Southeast, they had been doing it for 14 years. Cox Sports Television had been doing it for, for, uh, for 11 years. All of a sudden, all of that went away. And, and, and that was, those were my primary employers. Uh, Jumbo Sports Network w- went away uh, from calling LSU home games be- be- because of this monopoly. So it was a godsend to me to, to be asked to do the, uh, the Internet games. And... Um, that's 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 where I am now, and and thoroughly have enjoyed it. We we really put a lot of work into it, a lot of money. Uh, I just finished the, uh, the 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 regionals at LSU in softball. I will I do not have any assignments in uh, in, in in baseball, so my year is done for baseball. But um, we did 26 games uh, on the internet, and then four or five more that were involving LSU. Um, in, in, in non-SEC competition away from Baton Rouge, which they were, were able to secure. So that's the long answer. But, but going back to 1998, uh, which is when Ronnie Rance put together, the former LSU pitcher, put together the Jumbo Sports Network, that, that, that was uh, a catalyst to my career. I, I had been doing radio, thoroughly was enjoying it. Uh, I, I still prefer radio, quite honestly, because of the the uh, the skills involved there in describing the game and building a, a radio family in the audience, but um, but but that was the genesis of, of, of college baseball. And Ronnie put together the first group that that on a, on a national basis consistently uh, 
broadcast college baseball. It was unheard of except for the College World Series at that time, which was done by CBS. But that, those were the only televised games. And so Ronnie, and it wouldn't have happened any place but LSU, and, and Ronnie put that together, and, and, and that, that really jump-started uh, my career. And then, of course, Lynn, in about a month, you're going to be recognized by the Louisiana Sports Writers Association, a well-deserved honor. Love to have you back on in about a month or so and discuss that and kind of go through some of the most memorable games in your career, if you're cool with that. Well, I, I would be. Uh, I, I'm very honored that you, you, you called me this morning. I, I, um, I, I, this craft is changing, as you know, and uh, I, am, um, I really appreciate people who do it well. Uh, and, and, um, maybe it's because of my age, but I do worry about where, where the business is going. And, and we can talk about a lot of things, uh, that, that some, some of which is known, some of which is, is unknown and on the horizon. Uh, so it would be my pleasure. And I do thank you for having me. We look forward to that in about a, a month. Thanks for your time. Sit back and enjoy some postseason baseball with LSU. Thank you, Lynn. You, you bet. It'll be, it'll be, uh, enjoyable to see, see how this transpires and, also, the, the softball team, Beth Torina's done a great job there. Uh, uh, four College World Series appearances in, uh, in, in six years, three in a row. Uh, only one team has matched that, uh, and that's UCLA. So, um, yeah, that's a fun team to watch as well. Lynn Rollins, appreciate the time, bud. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, most enjoyable. Thank you. Good stuff there, Jake. Yeah, um... LSU softball team plays Florida State tonight. Oh, look at Jake. He's on top of it. Yeah. We know how you'll be spending your Friday night. That's true. That's true. Um, so I wanted to bring up a tweet from Luke Johnson. So we were asking who's going to be pitching uh, tonight and the rest of the way. Um, he thinks Matthew Beck. I, I, I feel the same, but he, he, his tweet says, here are the guys who should be available. Beck, Vietmir, Kudros, Peterson, Moffitt. So you could go several different ways. Of those guys, I feel most confident that Matthew Beck will get the start, and we'll just see how long he can go. Uh, but, yeah, LSU is not uh, has not been deep all year as far as its pitching staff goes, and uh, we'll see how long this can last, this, this run. In the, and, and you're going to be facing either Arkansas or Florida, two of the best teams in the SEC, and especially if you have to play Florida, a Florida team that has more arms than anyone. So – it's going to be difficult. Let's take a time out. Coming up next, more on the morning drive on Sports Talk 97.7. Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road car king. We treat you like royalty. We earn your trust. Loyalty, you'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. Get your craw daddies now at Randall's Fine Meats. Randall's Fine Meats has your craw daddies ready to go every day. Low prices for live or boiled. Ask about their five and ten pound specials on some of the best crawfish around. Plus, Randall's will even cater your next event. Just give them a call, 343-0382, and book in advance. Randall's also has your specialty stuffed meats, and you have to try his fried cracklins. At Randall's, like them on Facebook or just stop on by. Randall's Fine Meats, 4205 Old Sterlington Road, Monroe. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. 
Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King in Monroe. Welcome back to the show. Aaron and Jake hanging out. Uh, John Tabor doing a fabulous job back at the Sports Talk 97.7 headquarters in Ruston. A lot of things to discuss. I feel like we haven't uh, really addressed uh, the NBA and what took place uh, last night. Not many really saw that coming, right? I know Houston was favored, but most expected, well, you know, the Warriors will fire back and they'll figure out a way to win. I certainly did. Um, you could count me in that, in that as well. But, you know, looking at it, Aaron, I think you, when you talk about this game last night, I think you first have to start with the injury that took place with Chris Paul. The reason for that is because I felt like he was the proprietor of that fourth quarter where the Rockets really, um, not really separated themselves because it was tight all the way all the way through, but were able to make the plays and the Warriors weren't. Chris Paul was the main guy for that. Now, without him, you're losing a guy who throughout this series was – the anchor in the series for the Rockets. James Harden hasn't been I, – I feel, I feel like Chris Paul has been more of the MVP than, than James Harden has been in this series. And, um, you know, we, we talked about how last night provided a lot of great sports moments. You saw what Hunter Wells did with, with Louisiana Tech. You saw what Ty Peterson did with, with LSU. Chris Paul, the way he hit that crazy three and then shimmied in Steph yeah. Curry's face. Great moment. That was, that was up there with those three. And I mean, the way Steph Curry handled it too. Yeah, he he handled it very well, saying, you know, if you shimmy on other people, you should yeah. be able to take it. Yeah. You know, if you can dish it, you got to be able to take it. So How devastating, though, for the Rockets. Just a huge win like it, this. It can't be overstated because, you know, I, I thought Quint, Quint was on his text game today. He, he said the Rockets won the battle, but the Warriors won the war. And I agree completely. You know, Rockets won that game last night. They're up 3-2. But without Chris Paul, they're not going to beat the Warriors. Chris Paul has been so good in this series, and he's been that, you know, a lot of people make make fun of him and, and pick at him for his ability or, or non-ability to get it done in – or inability to, to not get it done in the playoffs. A lot of people will talk about how he just hasn't been able to win the big one. But he showed throughout this – more than any other Rocket player, including the guy who's going to end up being the MVP, James Harden, that he is the – the, the catalyst for this team and so with the warriors the, the pressure falls back on them but i think the the people that are feeling the most pressure now would be the houston trainers and doctors can you even get it i mean yeah. let's see today is friday the game seven's monday yeah. that let's be realistic here it's a hamstring injury 
It just doesn't look good. Chris Paul at uh, 30%, 40%. Yeah, you can't you can't get it done. No. Now, the Warriors got to play better. I mean, <laughs> you know, we say all this expecting them to eventually click and get things going and look like the Warriors again. But, uh, you know, it, it's, it's one thing to say it, but they got to actually go out there and do it. I will say during that game, I thought it was interesting because KD was being so assertive early on. And he was kind of the one who was who was leading this offensive charge because everybody else wasn't really shooting that well. And Steve Kerr came up to him. I don't know if you saw this, but he came up to him and he said during a timeout, he said, listen, one time Phil Jackson approached MJ during a playoff game when MJ was, was going off and scoring and saying, yeah, that's great, but who, who was open? Who was open on some of these shots that you're taking? And he couldn't answer him. And so he was basically saying there that, listen, I want you to still attack, but trust your teammates. Get your teammates involved. And it's a fine line. It is a fine line because you have to make that decision, especially when Steph and others aren't on the floor and you've got, you know, the backups in. KD feels like he has to be Superman all of a sudden. And, and it's just it's so different than what we're used to seeing from the Warriors, who are so great at sharing the basketball and getting open looks. Well, Superman's missing his cape when the fourth quarter comes around. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And, and man, if LeBron did this, I said this the other day because it happened the other day. If LeBron did this two times in a row, yeah. oh, my goodness, shut it down. Uh, Kevin Durant's final numbers, uh, 29 points, ends up with uh, four rebounds. Zero assists. He's eight for 22 from the field. Yeah. So, it's interesting. I will say I'm, I'm glad we've got two great games in a row. Cannot wait to see what happens at game six back at Golden State and Oracle Arena. Uh, I expect Steph to have that moment. I expect him to finally have that moment where he gets hot and, you know, Oracle mm -hmm. just feeds off of that. If that doesn't happen, I'll be shocked. Thankfully, Terry Waldrop walked into the room, and he has a shirt on, so he did not lose everything. I uh, encouraged him <laughs> and everybody else to bet Terry Waldrop's salary on Golden State getting one point. Boy, that wouldn't have worked out too well. No, it wouldn't have. Um, and it's a good thing Waldrop has a shirt on. Too. That, too. <laughs> uh, we've neglected a couple of texts here. Uh, when you asked what should you do, Richie said to go see Deadpool 2 or solo a Star Wars story. Yeah, I'm going to go to the movies by myself with the wife out of town. Yeah, that's top of the list. Is there a Disney movie out? Are you acting like you're above that? No, I've, I've been to the movies by myself. I was about to myself. say, you, you yeah. love that, and yeah, I tried I love, that. I love a good matinee. I tried that, and it's not too bad, uh -huh. going to the movies by yourself. Uh -huh. um, technically, Solo is a Disney movie. Yeah. So, go see Solo. Yeah. You love Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, and Shane says, I wouldn't say Rodgers is the most athletic quarterback I've ever seen. Maybe the best QB. Yeah, I think I misspoke when I said that. I, I meant, because if you want to break that down, I mean, Mike Vick, if you want to talk most athletic. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is most complete quarterback. Is he more likable now that he's dating Danica Patrick, or does that make Danica Patrick more likable because she's dating him? It makes Danica Patrick more likable. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Do you feel like Aaron Rodgers has a lot of haters? Yes. Really? Yeah. Not as many as Danica I, Patrick. I does. feel like more people like him than – like if you want to compare him and Brady, I mean, come on. There's no comparison. Let's take a timeout. Coming up next, our weekly visit with Joey Trappe plus the legend of Todd Peterson. Once again, <laughs> you'll hear the back and forth between him and Paul Maneria. It is so far the quote of the year. We're back after this. 
Whatever car you're looking for, whatever the price for how many doors, cars, trucks, and SUVs, the king of the road, car king. We treat you like royalty, we earn your trust and loyalty. You'll be wearing the crown and you'll start to sing, the king of the road, the king of the road, car king. You've waited long enough. It's time to save on a bad boy mower during the Memorial Day blowout at Yard Power of Monroe. Yard Power has the full lineup of bad boys, and for a limited time, they're all on sale. Save $200 on all MZ and ZT Elite mowers. Bad Boy Mavericks are $300 off, and you'll save $500 on Outlaw and Outlaw XP. The Bad Boy Memorial Day blowout at Yard Power in Monroe. Highway 165, just a mile north of Century Lane. Give me the Memorial Day special. That's all you got to say. At Hot Rod Barbecue to feed your family of six to eight with a slab and a half of Hot Rod's famous ribs, a whole smoked chicken, a pound of delicious sliced brisket, a quart each of beans and potato salad, and a whole loaf of bread with pickles, peppers, onions, and Hot Rod's homemade barbecue sauce. Call ahead to pick it up on the go. Just say, give me the Memorial Day special at Hot Rod Barbecue. Barbell Highway, Rustin. Open Memorial Day. When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. Now, let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Car King and Monroe. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, runner at first, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Tigers win. Tigers win. Oh, Todd Peterson, one for the ages. Gamecocks headed home to the Palmetto State. The Tigers survive and advance in 12 innings. A final 6-4 to four, LSU. Chris Blair had his A game yesterday, like LSU. Like our texters. Yeah. Man, coming we got on some strong. Good it's the end of the week, so it's the fourth quarter. Unlike Kevin Durant, they show up at Ooh. the end. Don't barbs. All right, let's get it started. Hogan says, in the last three years, the Rockets have won three out of 17 against the Warriors. This year with Paul, we have won five <laughs> out of eight. I like the we part, yeah, first too. of all. Yeah. And the statistics are pretty good right there. Yeah, really good statistics. So the only problem with that statistic is uh, he throws in there with Paul, we have yeah. won five of six. Well, that's kind of that kind of gives credence to what we were just but saying. But without Paul, maybe for game six or seven. It's all Warriors. Yeah. Doug says, I, for one, loathe Aaron Rodgers. Mm. So smug, great quarterback, but punchable face. <laughs> Now, that got us talking. That would be a great top ten. Yeah, top early, ten most punchable uh, faces. leaderboard for top ten Thursday next uh, week. Top ten punchable faces in sports. I'm so down. Yeah. Um, it's it got a negative connotation to it, though. But Well, that's what we're known for. <laughs> uh, no, that's what the next show is known for. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is anybody going to beat Cam Newton on that? Uh you're talking about people who just look smug. Uh, Jay Cutler, he's at the top of the list. Jay Cutler's up yeah. there, yeah. 
It's not a good quality to have, to have a punchable face. Just you look like you're not enjoying anything. Or you look so cocky that you feel that, mm -hmm. you know, when people see you, they think, oh, mm -hmm. you think you're doesn't stink. Mm. Yeah. Tony has one, too. Uh, how is this happening? This is a good one. How is this happening if Golden State is a super team? Are they really a super team? How is CP 73 years old and James hardly ever passes beating them? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. It's a good question, Tony. Mm -hmm. And Johnny says definitely Jay Cutler. Yeah. Uh, having issues getting uh, Joey on the, on the line, but if you have an opportunity to go out and you're out and about, certainly uh, hit up one of his four restaurants, of course, uh, Fieldhouse. What an opportunity to get out there this weekend, watch a game or two. Then uh, Portico, the, the brunch on Sundays, fabulous, excellent. They put the windows up, of course, the doors, an opportunity to kind of get some of that fresh air. Uh, great brunch out there. Go out to Traps and, of course, uh, hang out on the patio. And I think there's just a few weeks left in Crawfish City. You can always head out to Crawfish City and enjoy some crawfish. What a promo. That's what I do, man. Yeah, That's yeah. what I do. Professional broadcaster. Uh, how about the legend of Todd Peterson? I bet this guy could put down some crawfish. <laughs> yeah, I bet he could. Look at that body on him. I bet he could get some sponsorships right now, too. Uh, NCAA would prompt Well, him. you know, that's true. That's another So, thing. in case you missed it, uh, this was pretty cool. Uh, the fact that LSU's clinging to a 4-3 to three lead. Peterson has been pitching brilliantly. So, Maneri's in a tough spot. you got a pitcher that's getting the job done. What do you do? He's, he's coming up again in the order. He's not able to hit for him because of a Bain already... Right. Left the game, came back. So you got this kid. He's six foot five. He looks like an athlete or sort of a player, right? It, well, hold up. You can't say he looks like an athlete after you made fun of him earlier in the week yeah. asking, does he work out? <laughs> you did. You do remember that, oh, right? Yeah, I remember it well. Okay. He's got a magical arm, though. He can throw 96. Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's a great pitcher. Did you see him running from home to first? <laughs> So to set it up, he, he's in the dugout. He's looking around for a helmet and his big noggin, his big melon. He's having an issue finding one. So then yeah. he just reaches into the bat rack and pulls out a bat, correct? Daniel Cabrera's bat, yeah. Maneri goes up to him and basically says, man, just stand up there. Don't hurt yourself. Maybe we'll get a walk, correct? Mm -hmm. So he strolls up to the plate. Hold up. They make a pitching change. I was getting that. So they make a pitching change. So then, of course, perhaps uh, – the mentality of Todd Peterson changes a bit. And Maneri. Maneri's like, okay, have you, have you ever hit before? And, you know, Peterson, as confident as ever, oh, of course. Yeah. I used to hit bombs. I used to hit bombs. We've heard nukes, uh, bombs. We've heard several different renditions of the story. But, but anyway, he says, oh, yeah, I used to hit those bombs in high school. So this is what it sounded like from uh, the voice of uh, the LSU Tigers. Chris Blair's Todd Peterson strolls up to the plate. There was silence, and then there was a roar of applause. We're working. Two outs, runners on, and Peterson drills this one deep to left field. This one off the wall and left. Coming in to score is Bain. Cabrera around third on his way in. A two-hour, two-run double. Are you kidding me? Todd Peterson. Oh, hey now. I love the hey now. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's good stuff. And so, of course, he's the hero. The, the best part of that, too, was the shots of his dad in the stands. I mean, just going crazy with, with his other relatives. Uh, I'm assuming that was his brother next to his dad, but uh, that was fun. And then, of course, the SEC Network pulls up uh, his dad and, of course, uh, Peterson on the set with, with Maneri to do a little bit of an interview. They do the interview. You hear a little bit about the back and forth with Maneri. Then they go into the media room, and the story takes on a whole nother level when Peterson basically has to fess up to his head coach that perhaps his experience in the high school ranks swinging the bat wasn't the same as he built it up to be. When's the last time you've had an at-bat in a competitive baseball game? Uh, high school, I guess. <laughs> coach, I'll be honest, I didn't hit in high school. My coach what? didn't let me. You know, I hit BP a couple times. You know, I did hit nukes, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. You didn't even hit in the games in high school? No. Oh, he wouldn't let me. He didn't want to get hurt, you know. But I guess it paid off. All the so you practice. lied to me? Coach, I, I wanted to swing. <laughs> I had to. <laughs> Thank you for lying to me, Todd. Well, yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, Todd, I just want to—I just want to ask you, what, what did you see up there? Because I mean, everybody in the press box when you swung and we saw the contact, we—we we actually when it came off your bat, I thought it was going to go out. I mean, just take us through it. Yeah, to be honest, I mean, I hit it and I ran. I didn't even know it went that far. I saw it on the replay and hit off the fence. It's like, wow, it really went that far. You know, maybe if I hit the weight room, it went over. But uh, but yeah, I just you know, right there, you know, thank goodness for Daniel getting that run in right there, giving me that chance, and um. Nothing to lose. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Got nothing to lose, so just go up there, swing as hard as I can, and make contact. Mm. Something we overlooked in that was he said, I hit BP a couple times. Talking about in high school. When was the last time he took BP? Mm. Not only did he not hit in the game, but when was the last time he actually had mm. BP? Went on to say, I'm just trying to live my moment. Who knows if something like this will ever happen again. That's what postseason baseball is all about. Yeah. The legend of uh, Todd Peterson continues to grow. Hopefully the legend of this Diamond Dogs team will also continue to grow. They are alive and well in the Conference USA tournament. They take care of business yesterday 7-5. to five. So that now sets up another matchup later today. And, of course, uh, you'll hear it here. Uh, time, of course, just postseason baseball. Uh, just stay tuned. Yeah, just stay tuned. Uh, we should also mention that Hunter Wells did break the, the season record for most hits. Uh, got to actually 90. Yesterday, so um, and a, a tremendous feat for Hunter Wells. Uh, the beauty of it is uh, Louisiana Tech will be uh, at least getting uh, rested up. They're going to square off against the loser of the Florida Atlantic Rice game. That one is scheduled to start here in nine, uh, in about five or so minutes, uh, weather permitting. What are the odds that uh, Louisiana Tech has another rain uh, weather delay? I can't, even say, I can't even say rain, just a weather delay with lightning. They're high. And at some point, do they start considering, I know they're using the eight-mile radius. When you're down on the Gulf Coast, for safety reasons, I don't know, is eight miles where you're safe? I if thought you, it was 10. Uh, if you could extend it to perhaps 10 to 15 miles, would it make a difference? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, this conversation comes up every year. They should play somewhere else. Play, you know, if you're right on the coast, I mean, this is bound to happen. But, I mean, you look at Hoover. I mean, it has rain delays as well. 
Uh, got another a couple other uh, texts here. Marcus says, "I'd like to light a, a package of firecrackers in Cam Newton's mouth and tape it shut." <laughs> My goodness, <laughs> how violent are you, Marcus? Uh, another one here from Ron says, "What's the state of college baseball when coaches don't know the players' history?" I, I don't mean, know if LSU was recruiting Ty Peterson as a hitter. Yeah, I mean, why? Why would you be concerned about his hitting history? Yeah, I'm putting him up there. But maybe he'll play. start. <laughs> maybe he'll start looking into that. Yeah. I, I'm just hoping uh, Ty Peterson gets another opportunity in the SEC tournament. Probably have to be another two or three days. There, that won't happen. Yes, but we'll hope for it. Yes. Sure. Uh, pretty good week. We'll try to do it again uh, next week, right? Starting Monday. Maybe. If maybe you don't I'll have a baby here. over the weekend. Yeah, we'll see. Starting Tuesday, by the way. Great job on the board, John Tabor. Everybody have a fantastic weekend. The Edge is coming up. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.